Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. No games until no one is sick and no one is mad. How's that for an idea? The NHL had the nerve to play its uh, scheduled games last night, and today the league took some heat from the media, and some players must have been embarrassed by their lack of wokeness, so uh, there will be no hockey games tonight. It's much easier to postpone or cancel games with no tickets uh, being sold, and all it does is just push the schedule back a day. The teams still get their TV money, so it's not like it's a major sacrifice for anybody. What it is is a nice day off. Uh, the NBA and Major League Baseball have postponed games. It's actually been kind of hard to keep up with which games are on and which games are off. The NBA is going to start back up tomorrow, apparently. Uh, there had been talk of canceling the rest of the playoffs. Then, apparently, the uh, the players found out that they would be out about 20% of their pay if they did that. So maybe they decided that the cause you know, wasn't quite that important. But as I said yesterday, this is a really bad can of worms they've opened up. Um, you know, uh, not just because of the implications in the future when there are fans who have bought tickets and they're expecting a game and then having it canceled because players are mad about something. That could be a problem. And uh, we are going to have fans, you would think, at some point. By the way, Roberto Clemente was the guy who got the Pirates to postpone their game after the Martin Luther King assassination. That was a much bigger deal than a suspect being shot by a cop in Kenosha, Wisconsin. But the precedent's been set. Players have now been uh, encouraged by their leagues to take political stands, and as long as it's uh, for the right issue, of course. Uh, not sure who gets to decide that, but the other more important part of this is that there's been no report on the investigation into the shooting of Jacob Blake. Uh, for these postponements and boycotts, whatever you want to call them, to be uh, justified, the cop, Rushton Shesky, has to be declared guilty. Now, is that guilty of attempted murder, or is it just police brutality? Look how the world blew up after the George Floyd incident. Um, you know, that was based on video taken by witnesses on the sidewalk. It wasn't until two months later that the body cam videos were leaked. And if you were on a jury and saw the body cam video of that incident, I doubt that you'd convict Derek Chauvin of murder. A medical examiner in Minneapolis has said recently that Floyd had so much fentanyl and meth in his system that if he had gone home and died, it would have been an open and shut overdose case. How about that? In other words, Floyd may have been in the process of dying when he was sitting in his car and refusing to get out for the cops. We don't know what we don't know about the Jacob Blake shooting, except that the Wisconsin Department of Justice has confirmed that he had a knife. Now, we don't know if Rushton Shesky saw him reaching for a knife. His reaction, which was to shoot him seven times, uh, might lead you to believe that he had decided it was going to be either him or Blake. So what do we know right now uh, that would not seem to be worthy? What, I, I, what we do know right now would not seem to be worthy of all the drama that we're going through here. It's worthy of players commenting on it, okay, you know, but uh, saying that they're concerned and they're anxious to see what the investigation says, but that would be worth a boycott. Maybe. This would, uh, that would be uh, Shesky being allowed to walk after evidence shows him to be guilty. That would be worth a boycott. But we don't know what the investigation will determine, and we don't know what the consequences will be. But everybody is so quick to show how woke they are, they don't want to be bothered with formalities. It's all overreaction right now, and it makes you wonder what's going to happen to whatever leagues are in season when Derek Chauvin is found not guilty of murder, which he's probably going to be. We'll see what happens. The Republican National Convention wraps up tonight with President Trump's acceptance speech, and when we come back... We're going to talk to Corey Lewandowski, who was Donald Trump's first campaign, man campaign manager back in 2016. Stick around. Hey, John Stoggerwald here. I'm just here to tell you how much I love my pillow and how it's changed my sleep. Check out the new mattress topper. That's really amazing. Now, I don't know if I love my pillow or the my pillow mattress topper more. 
Get a MyPillow mattress topper and get some of the best sleep of your life. Now, it comes with a 10-year warranty and a cover that's washable and dryable. And it's made in the USA and backed with Mike Lindell's 60-day money-back guarantee. Just go to MyPillow.com and save 30%. Use promo code STAG or call 800-716-8087. When you do... Mike gives you two standard MyPillows free. That's MyPillow.com, promo code STAG, or call 800-716-8087. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. This is AM 1250, The Answer. We're all thinking a lot more about staying safe these days. Windows R Us Pittsburgh is no different. This is John Steigerwald. When it comes to working around your home, Windows R Us remains committed to the safety of you and your family. For roofs, gutters, and downspouts, siding, and, of course, windows, Windows R Us Pittsburgh can answer the call. With over 50 years of home remodeling experience, Windows R Us has earned its reputation as the area's premier exterior replacement company. And all work will be done in strict compliance with the government's social distancing guidelines. If you've had damage, you may be eligible for free repair or replacement. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. You'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. From a company that will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty, why pay double? Trust the area's premier exterior replacement company. That's WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. Dot com. Windows are us, Pittsburgh.com. You've heard all the lies about President Trump. Trump is a racist. Trump is Putin's pet. Here's the truth. Trump is the most effective conservative president that America has had in decades. And every lie they spread about him is targeting you. This is Kurt Schlichter, and my new book is called The 21 Biggest Lies About Donald Trump and You. It does what no other book does. It knocks down the 21 biggest lies about our president with facts and logic and humor. Trump obstructed justice. Trump hates immigrants. These are big lies, and the reason for the lies is simple. President Trump is the first president in a long time to stand up for the Constitution and for conservative principles. And when the left wants to tear down everything this country stands for, my new book, The 21 Biggest Lies About Donald Trump and You, explains why this president's courage and common sense are exactly what we need today. This is the most important book of the year. Read it and you'll agree. The 21 Biggest Lies About Donald Trump and You by me, Kurt Schlichter. Get it wherever books are sold. Uncle Tom is a movie that leftist Democrats don't want you to see, which, of course, is one big reason why you should want to see it. Uh, Uncle Tom stars Larry Elder, Candace Owens, Herman Cain, and Brandon Tatum. Now, they all share three things in common. They're courageous, they had a life-changing experience, and they are black conservative Americans. Something else they have in common? Their voices are the ones the leftists don't want you to hear at a time when so many desperately need to hear it. It's their stories of how their lives were changed when they finally figured out the truth. It's the story of black conservatives in their own voice. You can see Uncle Tom now on pay-per-view. Just go to UncleTom.com and download it. The stories that these courageous people have to tell will shock you. Their journey will amaze you. It's a story of redemption and hope. It's the story of America's black conservatives, and it's the truth. See Uncle Tom now. Just go to UncleTom.com. Losing business to online companies? Competitors using social media to rob you of sales. Is your current website five years behind the times or even one? Contact us at Salem Surround. Digital marketing that surrounds potential customers with your message wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review. We offer a free analysis of your digital marketing effectiveness and suggest methods that could dramatically increase bottom line. Salem Surround takes the mystery of digital marketing off your shoulders, letting you do what you do best, run your business, while we deliver customers. Is your business taking full advantage of digital communication to reach more people? Are your competitors ahead of you? Now there are no limitations on where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you 
with new customers. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Christian Faith Publishing helps thousands of authors just like you publish their books with a company dedicated to strong Christian values. To help you get started, we want to send you our free author submission kit. Christian Faith Publishing reviews every book submitted to us. And if your book is approved, we'll edit, design, print, and distribute your book online and in bookstores everywhere. Imagine seeing your book in specialty Christian bookstores, Amazon, iTunes, Barnes & Noble, and many others. It could happen, and it all starts with one call to Christian Faith Publishing at 800-566-1012 for your free author submission kit. If you have a novel, children's book, poetry, biography, or any inspirational work you've written, we can help you get it published today. Shouldn't you work with a publisher who shares your Christian values of integrity and honesty? You can get your book published. So call for your free author submission kit right now. Call 800-566-1012. That's 800-566-1012. 800-566-1012. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. Well, we're waiting for Corey Lewandowski, who's been uh, promised us at uh, this time, right now. <laughs> and uh, sometimes these guys are doing interviews all over the country, and they get tied up with another station, and they don't get off the air in time with someone, and they don't get to call me in time. So I'm uh, I'm not assuming that uh, he's not going to be here. I'll see if he shows up. Um, but uh, tonight is the last night of the uh, Republican convention, and... Uh, Donald Trump will give his um, his uh, acceptance speech, and you know it's interesting because the what it's really the the um, the campaign starts officially. I mean, it's been going on now for who knows how long, year and a half maybe. But I mean, the, the Democrats had to pick their candidate, but but Donald Trump's been campaigning for re-election off and on for the last year and a half. But this is when it's supposed to officially start after the um, after the president gives his acceptance speech for his uh, second term, the nomination for his second term. And that will, um, I guess, start the official campaign tomorrow. So we'll see how it works out. But what's interesting is that Kamala Harris is going somewhere. I think it's in Minnesota, or maybe Wisconsin, uh, to give a speech either tonight or tomorrow. I don't know when it was uh, scheduled for, but she's going to she's going to give the rebuttal to Donald Trump's speech. And what's interesting about that is that you would think that the guy who's running for president, uh, a guy named Joe Biden, would be the guy to uh, to do that speech. And um, so, why is it Kamala Harris? Is Joe still hiding in the bubble? And which brings up another issue. You know, way back, well, not way back, but. About a month. It's been about a month and a half, I guess, um, when there was talk that Joe Biden shouldn't debate Donald Trump. Um, there was uh, a story. I think it was uh, Tom Friedman in the New York Times wrote that uh, that Joe Biden would be crazy to debate Trump because Trump just tells lies and he's is just not a good thing for Joe to do. He shouldn't. She shouldn't uh, uh, join him in a debate and. So conservatives picked up on that and started talking about it a lot, like Joe Biden's going to bail out. Just watch. He's going to bail out of these debates. And the media, um, the non-Fox media, the non-Fox TV media, MSNBC, CNN, they, they started saying that this was a, another right-wing conspiracy, that uh, Joe Biden was not going to um, uh, debate Donald Trump and – um, guess what? Now the media are talking about it openly, not not the Fox media, the MSNBC, CNN. They're now talking about it on the air about how uh, just, you know, Donald Trump, he's a liar and you don't want to debate him. And it doesn't, you shouldn't you shouldn't honor him with your presence and you shouldn't legitimize him and that kind of thing. But here's the problem with that. The, if, if he's if this guy is a. Uh, can't tell the truth, and he's, he's a terrible debater because you, you, nothing he says has any significance because it's all BS. Well, I'm sorry, but that would make a that would make that person a good person to debate, wouldn't it? That the the description of what they're saying of, uh, about uh, what Donald Trump and why you shouldn't debate him is the exact reason why you should want to debate him. 
if what you're saying about Trump is true, Joe Biden should be able to easily go in there and wipe the floor up with him. That's what a debate is, isn't it? One guy says something, the other guy has the um, preparation that allows him to refute what he said and prove that what he said was not true or that uh, his idea is a bad idea, whatever the topic is about. So um, the whole idea that the reason you don't debate Donald Trump is because he's he's not capable of telling the truth and, and you can't believe anything he says and nothing that he says is legitimate. Well, that's... That's a that's a debater's dream. The guy's a terrible debater. He doesn't he he, he can't back up anything he says. It's just uh, they they are uh, they, they obviously don't want Joe Biden um, out in public. They just don't. And again, the, the fact that uh, Kamala Harris is uh, speaking somewhere uh, as instead of Joe. Uh, in doing the rebuttal for the speech tonight, uh, that should tell you something. So, um, well, I guess we're not going to get, um, it doesn't look like we're going to get Corey Lewandowski. Mike, if you could hear me back there, uh, as long as we're talking about the uh, the stupidity of not, not debating uh, Donald Trump, why don't we listen to what uh, Nancy Pelosi said today? Can we do that? Yes, about that. I myself... Just don't tell anybody I told you this, especially don't tell Joe Biden. I don't think that there should be any debates. I do not think that the president of the United States has comported himself in a way that anybody has any association with truth, evidence, data and facts. I wouldn't I wouldn't legitimize a conversation with him nor a debate in terms of the presidency of the United States. Now, I know that the Biden campaign thinks in a different way about this, but I just, I thought what he did in the uh, 2016 was disgraceful, stalking Hillary Clinton like that. I was disappointed that the press didn't say, go back to your station. You're not here. You don't own this stage. You you have your own podium. She has hers. So I, I think that he'll probably act in a way that is beneath the dignity of the presidency. He does that every day. Uh, but I think he will also belittle what the debates are supposed to be about. And they're not to be about uh, the skullduggery on the part of somebody who has no um, respect for the office he holds, uh, much less the democratic process. Why else would he try to undermine the elections in the manner in which he is doing? So if Joe Biden asked you what I thought about it, I don't think that he should dignify that conversation with Donald Trump. You could have you ask them any questions, both of them, just take their own stage for any number of deba- uh, conversations about any subjects. Hold them accountable. What are they proposing? What is their vision? What is their knowledge? How are you going to get it done? How do they connect with the American people? Let that be a conversation with the American people, not a, a, an exercise in skullduggery. How about that? That's, uh, <laughs> that's Nancy Pelosi, uh, who's uh, just been around about, I don't know, 25, 30 years too long. Um, but the best thing about this is that um, not only does Donald Trump want to debate Joe and be, been saying he wants to, he wanted to add an extra debate. Um, he wants to make it. He wanted to reschedule one of the debates uh, for early September, so voters uh, would be able to uh, watch it with, before they cast mail-in ballots. And um, you know, the the debate, whatever the debate uh, commission or whatever it is, said uh, they wouldn't do that. So. Um, so what Trump's doing now, and it was just yesterday, he said, you know, I think we ought to, um, we ought to get a Joe drug tested because I don't think he could possibly uh, survive a debate unless he was on some kind of steroids or something. Now he obviously doesn't mean that, but he, and he, he says that stuff and he gets into the Democrats heads and, and their friends in the media and they start running around saying that Donald Trump is uh, saying that, uh, Joe Biden should uh, needs to take drugs in order to to participate in the debate. First debate, by the way, is scheduled for um, September 29th in Cleveland. Uh, 
That's followed by uh, October 15th in Miami. And then October 22nd, that's only, what, 10 days, uh, 11 days before the election in Nashville, Tennessee. Now, um, that's assuming that there are debates. The fact that that, that no, no, these people don't do anything for nothing. Nancy Pelosi uh, would not be saying this stuff if there were not a lot of people in her party, maybe including Joe, who don't want Joe to debate. Uh, this makes no sense unless... They actually are serious, and they don't want um, Joe to debate because they're afraid. They're afraid that he can uh, that he's going to expose himself to be senile or or uh, I don't know, just uh, a babbling idiot. So they 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 are serious about this. They don't want the debates, and so those three debates scheduled. Uh, what did I say? The first one was September 29th. That uh, the the idea that. Um, they could be that could be canceled should not um, seem outrageous to anybody and that's about oh that's exactly what is today's today's the 27th so it's almost exactly a month from now uh, so many things could happen they could blame it on covid-19 and joe doesn't want to uh, come to a, uh, to the debate hall wherever it is i don't know uh, where did i say it was 29th is in cleveland ohio joe doesn't want to go there because he's afraid uh, of the uh, virus, uh, there could be all kinds of reasons given for not doing it. And at this point, um, this the, the polls are showing that uh, Trump is starting to inch up and, and pass him in some polls, and that's not good. And Joe didn't get a bump from the convention, which is you're supposed to get at least a little bit of a bump from your convention. He got zero. And Trump's uh, numbers are going up as the uh, Republican convention moves along, and he's uh, up to uh, 52% favorability on Zogby. So this is not uh, it's not unusual or not surprising that the Democrats would be opposed to having uh, Joe Biden debate. And Nancy Pelosi is just she's right out there saying it. We, I don't want to debate him. Um, and, you know, Joe Biden's kind of disappeared, hasn't he? You would think that, well, it used to be, actually, uh, if, I, if I remember correctly, in the past, when, there, when there, uh, one party is holding its convention, it was kind of a professional courtesy for the opposing party to lay low for the week and just let them have the, have the spotlight. But you would think that Joe Biden would be out there or more Democrats would be out there um, trying to stand up to what the Republicans are saying and refute all their promises and their claims and all the stuff. I don't see too many Democrats doing it as much as I see people in the media, CNN and MSNBC. They're just they're trashing them. They actually trashed a guy who's in a wheelchair. He's running for uh, Congress in North Carolina and he's in a wheelchair and. Uh, he stood up for, he said, I stand up for the national anthem. He made a point to point that out. And somebody over at uh, CNN, Joy Reid, I think it was, uh, said that he was just uh, uh, going in the face of people who uh, choose to demonstrate during the national anthem by kneeling or not standing. And instead of admiring the guy for having the, I mean, he had to struggle to stand up to do it. They didn't see that as a as a nice moment. They saw it as this guy getting in the face of people who are kneeling for the national anthem. And that, I'm sorry, that's just not a winning um, message for the Democrats. They're they're just getting crushed on what their image was, and their, not not their image, their what their message was, and what the Republicans' message has been, which is positive and pro USA and anti-crime and law and order and all that stuff with all what that's going on around the country for the Democrats to just in the last 15 minutes decide to start condemning the violence. You know where they're coming from. They're starting to get desperate. Well, we didn't get uh, Mr. Lewandowski. We'll keep going. I'll see you in a couple minutes. Stick around. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The energy industry is assessing damage caused by storm surges and high winds as Hurricane Laura cut a dangerous path across the coastlines of Texas and Oklahoma, making landfall early today. Oil and gas producers evacuated platforms and rigs in the Gulf 
Companies shut down refineries in the storm's path. More than 700,000 customers now without power in Louisiana and Texas. In Louisiana, four deaths attributed to Laura, which is now a tropical storm in southern Arkansas. The Commerce Department reporting that the U.S. economy shrank at an alarming annual rate of 31.7% during the April-June quarter as it struggled under the weight of the viral pandemic, the sharpest quarterly drop on record. Stocks finishing mixed, the Dow gained 160 points, the Nasdaq dropped 39, the S&P 500 was up 5. This is SRN News. Audiences everywhere are saying Uncle Tom is a must-see movie. Fantastic. Absolutely wonderful. Excellent. Breathtaking. A movie that is changing hearts and minds. I really feel inspired. We're going to put up statues because of what this film may do. An eye-opening masterpiece of the real history of America. They want to cover up history. I didn't study that kind of stuff when I was in history. They are actively learning their history wrong. Why have you hidden this from me? Starring Larry Elder. And Uncle Tom is somebody who has sold out by embracing the white man. Candace Owens. I'm a black female. I should be at the top of the progressive stack. Brandon Tainter. They believe that I want to be accepted in the white community. Kind of like the House Negro back in slavery. And Herman Cain. As my late grandfathers used to say, I does not care. These are the voices of the movie Uncle Tom. Purchase now at UncleTom.com. Use promo code MOVIE for 20% off. Hugh Hewitt is ensure America believes Joe Biden. Joe Biden gave a very good speech. He reassured people at least for an hour about his energy and acuity. Everything he said he's going to be doing has already been done. Everything he said. I don't think anyone believes what he said. The good news for Joe Biden is he didn't stumble when he said it. The Hugh Hewitt Show. Weekday mornings at 6, right before Mike Gallagher at 9 on AM 1250. The Answer. Hi, this is Kirk Cameron from My Faith Votes. This fall, Americans are faced with what may be the most important election in decades, maybe ever. If we as Christians stay home and don't vote this November, our children's future is at terrible risk. The consequences will be to unfairly shift this country's massive burdens to our children and grandchildren. Each of us can do something to make a difference. We can vote. Make the pledge to vote. Visit MyFaithVotes.org today. That's MyFaithVotes.org. This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman. Writing an estate plan is one thing. Having the experience to administer the estate is something else. At Abernathy and Hagerman, estate administration isn't a side job. It's what we do. You have the same goals we all do. To protect your assets, to minimize taxes, and ensure your inheritance gets to the ones that you love. How you get there, that's specific to you. So let's talk. Hagerman Law. Legal help that lasts a lifetime. Visit a-h.law. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP Pittsburgh. W223CS Pittsburgh. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app. Smart speakers. Tune in. iHeart or Radio.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. All congested on the Parkway West, inbound Green Tree Road to the Fort Pitt Tunnel. Looks like a 10 or 11 minute delay. In Millville area, down wire shutting down Evergreen Avenue between Butler Street and Friday Street. Parkway E slows down outbound Bates Street to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. About a five minute delay there. Delays also inbound Edgewood Swissvale to the tunnel and Grant Street to the Fort Pitt Bridge. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, the answer. Weather. Tonight, a couple clouds in the sky, quite humid with a thunderstorm and a low 71. Clouds and breaks of sunshine tomorrow, humid with another thunderstorm and a high of 83. Tomorrow night, showers and thunderstorms from tropical rainstorm Laura with a low 70. Saturday, showers and thunderstorms with a high 78. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Gregory Patrick. Warning, listening to this program may expose you to toxic masculinity. The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Well, you shouldn't be surprised to see or uh, hear that the sports media are not only in favor of players boycotting games, uh, the sports media, like media everywhere else, they're mostly liberal. Uh, trust me, I worked in the Sports media still do for uh, and have for a long, long time. Scott Burnside of the Athletic has been covering the NHL for a long time, long, long time. He's good, good hockey writer. Of course, today he ripped the NHL 
for having played games last night, which they did. Uh, he pointed out that the league only spent 20 seconds, 27 seconds during one of the games to put up a sign. Uh, they put up something on the scoreboard. Of course, there are no fans there, so they're, the only people who see it are the well, the TV audience, but the, there aren't any people in the building. But anyway, it says uh, end, end racism. And so he said that's all they got. Uh, that's all the NHL saw fit to uh, devote to the cause was 27 seconds while other leagues were postponing games. And this is what uh, Burnside wrote, quote, The NHL committed 27 seconds to acknowledge what happened to Blake, that's Jacob Blake, a black man who was shot seven times in the back in Kenosha, Wisconsin, uh, and is paralyzed from the waist down. Uh, his his shooting uh, sparked violent protests and, including, and included the shooting deaths of two protesters. A white teenager has been arrested in those shootings. On a night that many recalling historic, uh, uh, that many are calling historic, goes professional athletes uh, and and their leagues since their games and protests of social injustice and pl- police brutality. The NHL seems small and inconsequential, puny and inconsequential by comparison. And then he writes, no mentioned that Blake was a black man shot by a white police officer. No mention that his children were in the car when he was shot. Now that's what that's what uh, Scott Burnside wrote. Well, you know what else there was no mention of in any of the uh, issues that were any of the uh, events that went on last night or didn't go on last night. Uh, there was no uh, mention that Jacob Blake resisted arrest, was unaffected by a taser they shot him with, and that he went into his car uh, where he had a knife, tried to get into his car. You've seen the video by now, I'm guessing. Uh, Burnside goes on the other side, uh, on, on uh, where everybody was when uh, they were players. He names a bunch of stars, uh, where, where the, the coaches were, where, why didn't they say something, blah, blah, blah. A good answer would be that they were waiting to see if the investigation shows that the shooting was justified. You know, that would be a good thing for everybody to do. But he wanted to know where the uh, big-name players were, where the, where the coaches were, where, the, where uh, Gary Bettman, the commissioner of the NHL, was. And as I said, uh, you know, a good answer would be, well, yeah, they're, uh, they're waiting, Scott, because uh, nobody really knows what happened yet. Sometimes that happens, but, that, but that's not what the burn uh, sign and the rest of the work, uh, the sports media uh, want, the woke sports media want. They want a conviction of Rustin, Rustin Shesky. Uh, they don't need no stinking investigation, much less a trial. Now, you would think that, you know, uh, being a journalist, they would require a little more than, you know, white cop, black suspect to reach a verdict. That it must have been, first of all, racially motivated uh, and that uh, the cop was um, uh, not justified in what he did. Um, but that's the way it is with this issue. Convict first. Uh, investigate later. And, of course, anyone who questions the worthiness of the boycott is a racist. You're also con- uh, convicted of that without an investigation or a trial, by the way, uh, of being a racist, I mean. Now, Pierre Lebrun is another uh, NHL writer, another guy who's been around a long time, well-respected, very good hockey guy. He's also writes for The Athletic. Who doesn't these days? He scolded uh, the NHL for not playing games. Um he also pointed out that the uh, NHL is 75% non-American. A lot of Canadians, a lot of Russians, a lot of Swedes, a lot of Finns, um, and uh, only uh, at 70, only 25% still American players. That's pretty amazing when you think about it. Um, only 25% of the players playing in the league are Americans. So that might have something to do with the, why the the issue doesn't pop up as being all that important, not, 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 not important, but not as important as it might for uh, an NBA or a Major League Baseball team, which is mostly American. Uh, so after that, pointing out that the NHL is 75% non-American, he says, I think a hockey's lack of diversity is only going to get worse. The cost of playing elite hockey is through the roof, worse than ever. It's going to leave many people of different backgrounds behind. True. Uh, hockey's expensive. My grandkids played. It's a, it's a very expensive sport. Uh, 
That's the way it is, you know. One of the reasons it's expensive, by the way, um, it has nothing to do with the NHL. It has everything to do with uh, what happens with high school sports. Um, if you play high school hockey in western Pennsylvania, you pay your own way. You pay for the ice time. You pay for your equipment. Uh, you pay for the travel. There's no, no bus taking you to the games. Your parents drive you, or you drive yourself. Because in western Pennsylvania, hockey is a club sport. So if they really wanted to um, add to the, the, the diversity of the sport, they would make it a, a, a high school team sport and pay the, pay the bill, foot the bills, uh, pay for the ice time. It's kind of it's kind of expensive. Now it's it was it's understandable that that you know twenty five thirty years ago, or thirty five or forty years ago now. If you go back, it's been thirty six years since Mario Lemieux showed up, and that's when hockey had the big boom here. So you go back to the late seventies and early eighties when the the Penguins were drawing seventy five hundred people a game, uh, and not many people were playing hockey. You could understand that uh, the schools would not feel obligated to make any kind of an investment in hockey, but there are probably uh, schools in western Pennsylvania now where there are more hockey players than football players. So let's the schools should um, foot the bill, and maybe you'd get more, not just black kids, but more kids from uh, lower-income neighborhoods who um, uh, don't play because their parents can't afford it. Doesn't it's not just a black thing. It's a it's a low income thing. Uh, so and it's a cultural thing too. Uh, but he says that the, 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 it's going to leave many people of different backgrounds behind. Oh, you know maybe it's just a cultural thing too. Uh, baseball equipment isn't all that expensive, and you can play it in high school in every state in America, unlike hockey. And I think it's the last number I saw. I think it's eight percent of Major League Baseball players. Black uh, baseball players are American, African-American uh, players, 8%. Uh, we're, we're in a town that had uh, all nine players for the first time uh, black back in 1971. That's almost 50 years ago when the Pirates did it. And uh, black players have been a huge part of uh, Pirates baseball, but 8% now. Well, Pierre and uh, Scott Burnside are feeling guilty, you know, about not having done enough to bring more diversity to the NHL. They said so in their pieces. They're, they're, they're feeling guilty about it, as if it's their fault somehow. And the white guilt is what makes them automatically convict any white cop, by the way, um, who has to shoot a black suspect in the line of duty. It's the same thing. That's why they feel like they have to be outraged before they hear the details. And as we've said many times here on the show... Uh, and we've had guests who have done the research saying it also, the numbers just don't support the claim made by people like uh, LeBron James that black people are being hunted and shot on the streets. It's just not true. But you can only point to those numbers if you're willing to be called, you know, a racist. Uh, that's the way it works. But um, the numbers aren't there to back it up. And they haven't been since the first day, which was four years ago today, by the way. Uh, they haven't been there for four years uh, since uh, Colin Kaepernick took a knee on August uh, 27th, 2016. That's what he did. Now, Ben Dominich, uh, he's the publisher of The Federalist. Now, he hit it on the head here in a piece that he wrote today. This is He's writing about how the um, these boycotts by the leagues are going to cost them fans because Fans, uh, because of COVID-19, have been finding that they can survive without their sports every night, not watching a baseball game every night, uh, or not watching a hockey game or a basketball game every other night, or even watching a football game on Sunday. We, we, won't, we haven't seen that yet, but uh, his point is that these boycotts are not good for business, for sports. And then he also talks about what I just talked about, the, the media being um, so quick to... Um, well, scold the NHL in the case that I just pointed out for not being uh, woke enough, but also for for b jumping on the bandwagon and, and being in support of the boycotts. Uh, this is what uh, Ben Dominich writes. He says, sports writers drive a misperception of athletes in part because in jaded fashion, they devalue winning. 
The outcomes of games are not as important to them as to fans. They value drama and performance and good quotes. The matter of who wins and who loses is subsidiary. Now, I should tell you that that's, um, that's true. Um, a lot of fans, and I saw this in the years that I covered the teams here in Pittsburgh, a lot of fans expect you to be a fan also uh, instead of a reporter. And um, what they don't understand is, number one, you can't really do a good job if you're a fan. You can't be objective if you're, if you're rooting as, as you, while you're reporting. But it also, it, you can't, you, um, it, the, 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 the thing that the, the, the um, media people are rooting for is a good story. And so they want a good quote, and that's the, way it, that's the way they approach it. And so one of the things you should learn, and I tell the students that I teach at Waynesburg this, that you've got to um, be willing to um, relinquish your, your, your fandom, not be a fan. And be a, you've got to be a fan of a good story. Uh, that doesn't mean you can't want the team you're covering to win. I, I would always prefer the teams I was covering to win because they made the, the stories better and they made the players more uh, cooperative and they were easier to deal with and you could get better interviews. Easier, It was easier to get interviews and they were in a better mood and all that stuff. But there were also times when um, the team being terrible was also a good story. And it was... It was um, uh, good television to be doing the, to covering it, and it was good television to have Bill Cower at his uh, Tuesday press conference, looking into the camera and scowling at some of the questions. I just put him right back on TV, and I, I made a show out of it. It was great. But uh, so you're 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 rooting for a good story. So what he says is that um, they have a misperception of athletes uh, because they devalue winning, uh, and the fans. Don't devalue winning. It's all about winning for the fans. He said fans generally like players because they're athletes. Writers like them when they become more than athletes, when they make for better subject matter, which is what I just said. Surrounded by uh, cooing media members who incentivize political statements, some athletes can be gaslit into thinking the world is different than it is, and then you get the James Harden versus LeBron James problem. Uh LeBron James has become, uh, I don't know, uh, looks like a future candidate for president. Uh, he's really become very political. And the, as uh, Ben Dominic says here, the media feed it and encourage it. And what's interesting is that I said the media are mostly liberal. So you, you won't see them encouraging a player to say something positive about Donald Trump or to talk about his taxes being too high, uh, anything that's not a liberal um, uh, issue, you're not going to get him to talk about. Then there's Jason Whitlock. He's a black writer, and I quote him here a lot. He's a very good uh, writer. You can find him at outkick.com. He's just uh, moved over there from Fox in the last couple of weeks, and you should really go there to read what he's been writing about all of this stuff with the um, the Black Lives Matter at the NBA and everything. He's... Uh, He's been all over it and just trashing the NBA. This is what uh, Jason Whitlock wrote today. Rather than a pointless gesture designed to garner attention, well, that's, he's talking about the, the, uh, the boycott, which really isn't a boycott because it, it's, not a, it's only a boycott if you were supposed to play and you don't, that they suspended the game. So that, that's, that makes it a non-boycott. The game's not going to be played. But anyway, he says, uh, rather than a pointless gesture designed to garner attention or organizing protests designed to seek, quote-unquote, justice for a resisting criminal suspect, why can't we encourage black professional athletes to pool their economic resources and invest in black communities? I've been saying that for a while. These guys are making a lot of money, lots of money. And they, uh, they've become very uh, interested in uh, the plight of, uh, of uh, black people, uh, and they become very political, and they have signed literally hundreds of millions of dollars worth of contracts. LeBron James makes about ninety million dollars a year, uh, and, and there are a lot of players making just you know the paltry sum of four or five million dollars a year. And over their careers, they're making fifty, sixty, seventy million. But he says jobs combat racism far more than destroying sports leagues that employ and compensate black men. 
black professional athletes could start banks and businesses that dramatically improve black communities. What a concept. These guys have, I mean, come on, these guys are making uh, $20, 30000000 million a year playing football and, ba- and baseball and basketball. Athletes shouldn't listen to the well-intentioned people who tell them to just do anything. Just doing it accomplishes nothing of value. It's the philosophy of a confessed double murderer sitting before a firing squad. Uh, he's talking about um, a guy who, uh, that's where, the, that's where the, uh, the, the slogan, just do it, came from. Uh, a, uh, a guy getting ready to be executed looked into the, looked at the crowd and said, let's do it. And they shot him. And Nike made that their, they thought that was a really edgy uh, little thing to go with as a slogan. So that's what he's saying. Um, so that's where you are on these boycotts. They're not, I guess they're not playing tonight. I've actually lost track of who's playing and who's not. The Pirates are supposed to play a game that starts in like 10 minutes. I don't know if they're playing. Not that anybody would care or want to watch it, but um, there might be some games tonight. I don't know. But it's all, it's all overkill and uh, all overdone, and uh, it's just the beginning, I'm afraid. I'll be right back. of replacing your carpets due to pet stains and odors, you must try Genesis 950. Genesis 950 with water breaks down the bonds of stains and odors so they're gone for good. Its antibacterial component removes pet odors from carpet and padding. It can even be used in a carpet cleaning machine. And it's green so it's safe for your family and pets. Before you purchase new carpets, you must try Genesis 950. It's made in America. One gallon of industrial strength Genesis 950 makes up to seven gallons of cleaner. But Genesis 950 is not just for pet stains. It's a disinfectant that kills viruses. It can be used on surfaces and floors by mixing one-third Genesis 950 with two-thirds water. Apply to surface and clean with fresh water. It's great for floors, bathrooms, kitchens, garages, grease stains, wheels, tires, decreasing engines, and upholstery. It's available on Amazon. However, if you order a gallon direct at Genesis950.com, you'll receive a free spray bottle and discount using code SALEM. That's Genesis950.com. Genesis950.com. Code SALEM. Worried about deductibles and co-pays, dental or vision? How about elective procedures? Marley Financial has got you covered. This is John Steigerwald. Marley Financial is now offering a new health savings account that can be used for anything health-related, anything, co-pays and deductibles, any prescription, even elective procedures. Marley's new turbocharged health savings account can set you free of high premiums and out-of-pocket expenses. There's even a company matching component that can provide two or even three to one in benefits. And because it's a contribution, not a premium, your value stays with you for the rest of your life. And if you recently lost your job and your health benefits, Marley has programs to get you the coverage you need when you need it most. Call Marley Financial today at 724-884-1496 and ask about their new turbocharged health savings account. That's 784-884-1496. Marley Financial, the most innovative agency in the marketplace at MarleyFG.com. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Christian Faith Publishing helps thousands of authors just like you publish their books with a company dedicated to strong Christian values. To help you get started, we want to send you our free author submission kit. Christian Faith Publishing reviews every book submitted to us. And if your book is approved, we'll edit, design, print, and distribute your book online and in bookstores everywhere. Imagine seeing your book in specialty Christian bookstores, Amazon, iTunes, Barnes & Noble, and many others. It could happen, and it all starts with One call to Christian Faith Publishing at 800-566-1012 for your free author submission kit. If you have a novel, children's book, poetry, biography, or any inspirational work you've written, we can help you get it published today. Shouldn't you work with a publisher who shares your Christian values of integrity and honesty? You can get your book published. So call for your free author submission kit right now. Call 800-566-1012. That's 800-566-1012. 800-566-1012. 1012. You've heard all the lies about President Trump. Trump is a racist. Trump is Putin's pet. Here's the truth. Trump is the most effective conservative president that America has had in decades. 
and every lie they spread about him is targeting you. This is Kurt Schlichter, and my new book is called The 21 Biggest Lies About Donald Trump and You. It does what no other book does. It knocks down the 21 biggest lies about our president with facts and logic and humor. Trump obstructed justice. Trump hates immigrants. These are big lies, and the reason for the lies is simple. President Trump is the first president in a long time to stand up for the Constitution and for conservative principles. And when the left wants to tear down everything this country stands for, my new book, The 21 Biggest Lies About Donald Trump and You, explains why this president's courage and common sense are exactly what we need today. This is the most important book of the year. Read it and you'll agree. The 21 Biggest Lies About Donald Trump and You by me, Kurt Schlichter. Get it wherever books are sold. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250. The answer. Well, the uh, rioters in Kenosha, Wisconsin, gave themselves a tough act to follow last night. Uh, two people were killed, and the 17-year-old kid Kyle Rittenhouse has been arrested and charged with murder. And meanwhile, uh, Tucker Carlson is getting ripped by the liberals for saying this. So are we really surprised that looting and arson accelerated to murder? How shocked are we that 17-year-olds with rifles decided they had to maintain order when no one else would? Everyone could see what was happening in Kenosha. It was getting crazier by the hour. Yeah, and so this is what Robert Rice said, the, the former Secretary of Labor under Bill Clinton. He was uh, very calm and uh, collected when, with his response. If they don't take action after this, every one of Fox News's executives, directors, and advertisers is complicit in Tucker Carlson's racist, murderous rants. Uh, And uh, this is somebody, Ken Olin. Any advertisers who continue to support Tucker Carlson after this are complicit in condoning lawlessness and vigilanteism. This is so far past acceptable, it's shocking. Did you find what he said that shocking? Uh, Why would anybody be surprised? And the thing is, if anybody has been complicit in condoning lawlessness, lawlessness, it's the people in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Not the people, the, 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 the mayor, the, 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 the governor of Wisconsin. They let it go on. Tucker Carlson will still be going on, too, with the highest ratings in the history of cable television. Let's hope he keeps doing it. I'll talk to you tomorrow. John Steigerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group.